That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. Listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Bat Force Radio, Batman slash DC podcast with no limits. So right now we're clocking in to the Mountain Dew gaming segment, just a <laughs> special edition. I hope you pre-ordered this episode. If you did, you get the Diggity Steelbook because uh, we're going to be going over Injustice 2 tonight. Uh, initial thoughts, reactions for story mode and the roster. But as, uh, as far as the roster for us goes, I got um, I got Diggity, a.k.a. Arkham Mimino 801 from Mothman, West Virginia. Yo. And I got Ar- Arkham Asylum LPC over in Jersey. What up? Oh, shit, man. The NYCC crew is back at it, man. Fucking <laughs> the gingerbread boy. <laughs> man, um, so Injustice 2 hit this week. We, uh, Me and Old Diggity pre-ordered. Um, you know, we love fighting games, love DC. So this is like peanut butter and jelly. We're going to go over uh, story mode for Injustice 1. Right going right into Injustice 2. That way... For whoever's listening, even if you don't play video games, you're not confused as to what we're talking about. Injustice is pretty much a, a DC alternate universe that was created to accommodate accommodate these fighting games that NetherRealm puts out for Warner Brothers right. games. Um, and they, they also had a companion comic book series to go with it, which I don't think was planned to go that long. But because it was so popular, it's just been going on ever since. And they usually, I think the Injustice comic series, they usually work as preludes to the games, right? I think someone's right. All right. So, um, like Injustice 1 story mode, from what I remember, um, after replaying it was, uh, it's an alternate universe where the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane. Basically what it was, they explained it a little more in detail in the books, of course, but basically what it was, and it was a pretty cool plot that they had Joker set up, basically... Joker escapes from Arkham again, unbeknownst to Batman. You know, he sets up like a, a fake Joker dummy in his cell. They think he's in there. So he gets out, he goes, and in the books, which will play into being kind of odd and contradicting in Injustice 2, but in the books, Joker goes to uh, Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow, kills him, and takes his fear gas, uh, his new fear gas that he's created. Um, and he ends up... Um, hooking a or setting up a detonator to Lois Lane. He kidnaps, he kills Jimmy Olsen, kidnaps Lois after he lures him somewhere saying he's got a story, you know, they go to cover it. He kills Jimmy Olsen, kidnaps Lois. He takes Lois Lane and he basically does the surgery on her, puts a, uh, basically the uh, switch to the detonator inside of Lois's body, unbeknownst to anybody in the Justice League. Superman shows up there to confront joker to try and catch him and when he shows up he sees doomsday attacking him and he basically gets in a fight with doomsday uh picks doomsday up carries him out into space you know to launch him back out in space because it's basically the only way to stop him and right as he goes up he realizes that 
the Joker had set off fear gas whenever he came into the room and it made Superman see Lois as doomsday. So he's been beating the hell out of his wife. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> pretty brutal, much dude. Like, through this whole thing. Yeah. And as soon as Lois's heart stops, the detonator goes off and it explodes this big warhead that the Joker is set in Metropolis. So effectively, Joker has tricked Superman into killing his wife, who is pregnant with his son. Uh, and effectively, in doing that, he has killed everyone in Metropolis it's like, <laughs> that he loves and cares about. It's like Joker's <laughs> biggest gag, dude, in history. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And Crazy. and in the game in Injustice One, so uh, Batman and everyone sees these events before they happen, and then they get zapped into the alternate universe where it's already happened. So they're they're right. du- they're doubled in this universe. Um, uh, the doubles are Batman and the Joker are from regular continuity are plopped into this Injustice universe um, along w- alongside I think um, I think Hal Jordan was there um, and a couple yep. of others. And then there's there's yeah, the, the only ones not pulled over from the uh, from uh, the main continuity were Cyborg, Flash, and Superman. They were the only ones that didn't get pulled over. And so, like, in just one in this world now, um, Superman and Wonder Woman are like this this cut this dictatorship of a couple, pretty much policing the whole world and the one world government over them. And uh, and Batman is like the like a vigilante on whole new levels, like going against them with the regime and whatnot, and um, and all in efforts to stop Superman um, from from right. this iron iron fist over the world and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and I uh, I forgot what the key points were with um that it was just a it was interesting how in these universes these regimes are formed where it's like villains team up with heroes and they're forming a you know groups to go against themselves because now it's it's right. not bad versus good or villains. It's like the, the the world is just split into two, and you don't know who's on whose side or who's doing what. I know um the because right. Flash. Oh, this was kind of cool in Injustice One. So how Jordan becomes Yellow Lantern? Yes, yes, um, yeah, and that that was some of the really cool differences that happened on this Earth. Which I won't go into, of course, everything that happened in the comic because they make it all more drawn out in there and give explanations for everything, but. Basically, in the Injustice universe, after everything I just mentioned happened, uh, Superman loses it, rightfully so, kills Joker to Batman's dismay, and once he kills Joker, he now has no problem killing anymore. Mm. And he basically has persuaded the majority of the Justice League over to his side of, we have got to change the world by force. Uh, it's the only way we're going to fix things. If I had done this sooner, uh, all of Metropolis would still be around. My wife and my child wouldn't have died. You know, yada, yada. So as the game picks up, uh, the first game, uh, Superman has been going at this for a good, like, five years. Has been has been running this new regime with... Uh, He's enlisted Sinestro and Black Adam, which were always villains that kind of ruled with an iron fist over their own little group of people. You know, Black Adam ruling a whole, you know, city of conduct and uh, Sinestro running the Sinestro Corps. Uh, Hal Jordan is now a a Yellow Lantern coming over to Sinestro's side of things. Mm. Uh, Flash is working with them, too, for Superman. Flash is working with them, too. Uh, Shazam, about anybody you can think of. In the game universe, by the time it starts, 
the only rebels are Batman and Luthor. Uh, right. Everybody else that has been on Batman's side in the game, it's implied that they have either died or are in hiding somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, pretty badass. And, uh, and, and just flashing forward real quick, there's a big thing. There's like uh, Mascara and the um, city of Atlantis go to war as well against them. And yes. There's a lot of clashes. Uh, Luthor had... um. That, that piece of crypto that could have took Superman down, but something happened. I, oh, Shazam zapped him, and in, and in the end, it was compromised. And then I think Supes killed Lex Luthor, um, right, who was on right. Batman's side. And then when Shazam, I think, defied Superman, he killed him. And people were in Hal Jordan and Flash eventually went to the other side and realized what Superman is doing. He's out of control. And, and what they needed in Justice 1 was they needed to bring regular good Superman from regular continuity zap him in this injustice universe to take on asshole superman or whatever you want to call it right right yeah. and another key thing was batman also wanted to get these other heroes from the uh from our you know earth prime to come over because he had a weapon in the bat cave a kryptonite weapon he could use against superman but he could only access it with the fingerprints of the key justice league members yes and so they were all following superman he had to pull these people over in order to unlock the weapon for yeah. use against ba- batman's role in the injustice universe is colossal he is like yeah a hero on a whole different levels like Tower of Babel levels, right? Like just yeah. out of control. <laughs> Flash forward more. Uh, they, you know, they defeat. He uses the the good Superman to defeat the Injustice Superman, and then they they put him in a cell and they keep tabs on him. Um, yeah. And Justice, I'd rec- I'd recommend anyone any DC fan to get Injustice one because you can get it for like twenty bucks or less at this point. With all the with all the downloadable characters, really cool. They got Batgirl and Zatanna, which is fucking awesome. Lobo. Martian Manhunter, Deathstroke, um, a shitload of great characters, um, and uh, it, it was fun. It was really cool to see how Netherrealm got their feet wet with the DC Universe, and they did a really good job right. in Justice 1. Yeah, and-, and I totally recommend to anybody also, of course, checking out the comic, because if you get the comic, uh, it's set, uh, it takes care of those five years uh, in between the beginning of the game before Superman goes bad, and it fills in those five years from when he turns bad and to the point of where the events of the game start off. So uh, it, it's, you know, it's a great book. As, as, you know, even beyond the great writing, it's also totally unpredictable. Like, there's so many, like, holy crap moments in that book that you, it just blows your mind that they went yeah. there and did things. So I totally recommend picking it up. It's dark. It's like good, good, you know, villains become heroes and heroes become villains and people get killed and just, it's a, uh, <laughs> And justice is a whole different level, and uh, it's yeah, it's it's really it's so cool how the the video games have companion pieces as the comic books, you know, and right, uh, you know, going into Injustice Two, which launched this week, um, we we banged out story mode with Batman. The I guess we call it the Batman story mode because uh, towards the end of story mode, you got to choose to be Batman or Superman. So we, me and Wes, are speaking for this Batman story mode. So. And this was cool. So, um, so how did it start, Wes? Basically, we're given a really cool cinematic uh, going back even further in time before the events of even the first Injustice, uh, showing the destruction of Krypton uh, and showing uh, Supergirl uh, Kara Zor-El as a, a young girl 
Uh, it opens up with her, you know, like you see a lot of explosions, stuff going, stuff's going on. Uh, the difference in the Injustice universe as compared to comic continuity is in the Injustice universe, it was not just uh, Krypton exploding from, uh, you know, just basically on its own. In the Injustice universe, Brainiac is responsible for the destruction of Krypton um, and taking, uh, you know, he still takes the city of Kandor, um, but he actually literally destroys the entire planet uh, in the Injustice universe. So, we get to see uh, Kara uh, get back to her mother, who has a spaceship prepared uh, mm. to send her uh, back to Earth. She's going to be uh, Cal, Cal Superman's protector. Uh, she informs her that you know he's got a pod too that's launching off. They barely make it off the planet before it blows up, and the explosion ends up knocking Kara's space pod off course. So she does not go to Earth, and she is left in a cryostasis right. uh, up until the events of the second game, mm. uh, where Superman made it to Earth and has lived like he normally did in the comics. Mm. Uh, then we go from there to Batman. Uh, well, actually, it's Bruce Wayne, uh, which we didn't mention from the first game. He has his identity outed towards the end of it. Uh, Superman got desperate towards the end of the first game to capture Batman, so he outed his identity as Bruce Wayne to the world. Uh, and since the events of the first one, the world is basically looking to Bruce Wayne because they know he's Batman now as to be the person to fix everything. Mm. So he's <laughs> so using brother-eye yeah. technology as surveillance over the whole world so they could spot right. like, crises. Which, which is awesome. Yeah, they introduced brother-eye uh, into the universe. Bruce is at the beginning of the game, keeping the secret from the rest of the world because he doesn't want anyone to know this technology because he doesn't want them to be able to destroy it. It's basically his way of keeping tabs on all the metahumans and stuff across the world to know where they are and when any threat is approaching. What, oh, so what happens is uh, then, then Brainiac starts to uh, pretty much uh, attack Earth. I dug it because remember in uh, Man of Steel when uh, Zod came to Earth and all the the television transmissions were like staticky and then he's transmitting everywhere. Um, right. That kind yeah. of happened with Batman's brother eye technology with all the surveillance. And then you just see like Brainiac's face talking and whatnot. Yeah. And he's searching for, um, he's searching for Cal. He's searching for Superman. But I think he also knows that, uh, Kara is on planet earth as well. He wants both Kryptonians cause he wants, he wants to study him. Correct. Is that what, uh, yeah, and actually at the beginning, I got the feeling that he was not aware of Kara being there. Uh, I know he knew of Superman being there due to all the uh, the news and how he had been policing the world and stuff. But uh, a little later on in the game, whenever he sees Kara, he's saying, oh, this is great. I've got two Kryptonians I didn't know. <laughs> you know, yeah. I thought I'd killed them all, and now I've got two, but I'll be able to, you know, take them all out at the same time. And uh mm. Yeah, so so basically he ends up finding that out, and I thought the visuals that they used in this game, like you were saying, were just fantastic. Um, mm. There were some great, you know, setups of like Brainiac coming over the the TV monitors and stuff, giving kind of like a Man of Steel vibe with Zod, and uh, they just used some great, great, great visuals in the game, kind of set the tone for stuff. And uh, there was there was a lot of things going on. Um, little side story. So it was a. Uh... 
Bats sent Harley Quinn with um, Black Canary and Green Arrow to, uh, I guess you want to call it Scarecrow's hideout in the swamp where they were transporting fear toxin somewhere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Later on, we find out that Gorilla Grodd has his ho- his whole he set up a squad for something. He's uh he's building a, a yeah. Batman finds out that. Grodd is assembling what he's calling the Society, which is basically, you know, a throwback to Legion of Doom, the Society of Supervillains in the comics. Uh, and this is a little before Brainiac's arrival. Uh, uh, Bruce thinks that uh, Grodd is basically the head of this thing, uh, you know, and is just leading them. And uh, he knows that uh, Scarecrow is amassing, you know, large amounts of fear toxin for an attack on the city. Um, and basically whenever we get to the part where he sends, uh, uh, Harley and Canary and, uh, Oliver, the green arrow, uh, to check out Scarecrow and stuff, you find out too, that they have a secret partner, you know, that's helping the society, which, uh, we end up finding out, of course, later is Brainiac. <laughs> the society's a pretty hefty squad, dude. You had Scarecrow, right? Yep. Uh, Cheetah, Poison Ivy, Catwoman... Bane, cold, cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Captain Cold, Captain uh, Shots, uh, which you know I can't help but feel like it should have been Freeze and Deathstroke. But <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, the, we'll get into the, that when we get into the roster. Yeah. But totally, yeah. agree, dude. Oh. After they get there and bust up Scarecrow's operation. Uh, Scarecrow gets away uh, with some of the fear toxin. All of his goons get taken out. Swamp Thing shows up um, at the swamp. He comes out and basically attacks Harley and Green Arrow and Canary because he thinks that they're the ones that are causing a disturbance in the green in the swamps, and he's basically trying to take them down. Eventually, they're able to convince him that, you know, it was Scarecrow and not them, and then it shoots over to where... Uh, they show up at the meeting of the society with with Grodd and all them in Gorilla City. And that's when we're introduced to all the members of the society that we just went over. Uh, And they basically, just those three, go in and try and take down the society uh, on their own and do a pretty good job of it. (laughs) Uh, um, And then, basically, Brainiac shows up for the first time here, Mm. uh, right when they're about to capture Grodd. And Brainiac uh, beams uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary up into his ship Mm. and and basically spills out his plan to them and that he's going to destroy Earth and he beats the hell out of both of them. Mm. Uh, And then we don't see Black Canary or Green Arrow again for a while uh, after that's basically where it goes on from there. I think think this whole time that there's also, um, is it Aquaman that's with uh, Diana and Kara? Is there still like a... No, it's uh, Black Adam. Oh, right. Black Adam is with uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Kara is there. They still have like a soft spot for soups, but like, you know, things have changed ever since he was captured. Um, Right. Yeah, Kara still at this point uh, does not know of all the terrible things Superman has done. Uh, She's just looking to find her cousin and Black Adam uh, and Wonder Woman have been hiding her in Condock because uh, there he can use his magic and stuff like that to kind of shield himself from uh, Bruce's radar, you know, his brother eye and and all that stuff. And uh, they're basically filling Kara's head with all these 
good notions of who Superman is and that Batman's the bad guy and that he's trying to kill Superman and, you know, all that stuff, basically filling her head with nonsense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. She played, yeah, she, she's very um, idealistic and naive in this, uh, in this game, but in a good way, actually. Yeah, right. She's real. Um, I think she was she, one of the best parts of it for sure. I think, yeah, I, I think she's the star of this. She's she, Supergirl's amazing. This is definitely my favorite version of Supergirl ever. Like, I, I would just, agree too. I just, I, I just love everything about her. And, um, but uh, she has a bigger role to play as we move forward. Um, and oh, it's a quick side note the whole Joker thing in this game. Why is the Joker in this game? In story mode, Joker is a hallucination <laughs> from the fear gas that was sprayed out on. Um, Harley Quinn and uh, yes, yeah, he's only what a for one <laughs> what a fucking waste, dude. Like yeah, that, like... such a waste. I, I thought they should have at least had uh, like Bruce get sprayed with the fear talks and then have him have a Joker hallucination too. You know, at least something more to yeah. you know include his involvement. But it, you know, I, I'm sure they were pressured to put Joker in because he's a, he's like one of the most popular characters. You know? Oh no, so it's sure. a, it's a selling point. He's a legacy yeah. character, so you gotta have to right. Have, you gotta have, to have the Joker. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a huge Joker fan. You know, anybody that knows me knows I am. But I think he was wasted in this game and yeah. shouldn't have been. <laughs> it's funny because actually it's funny because the grumpler likes him in the game so it's like so unpredictable <laughs> i mean uh, i i don't know the design's kind of weird i, I, I don't mean, know i like I it like i mean and that's the thing with this game man like if you don't like their original design for somebody you can change it almost any possible way you can think of and that's, and that's what i love about this game because there's a lot of characters designs i wasn't hot on right off mm -hmm. but you can change them so much it just completely i mean alters your look and stuff you know you can give joker long hair or short hair well, or well the thing is no hair i don't know <laughs> what, what a good example is like some people don't like the initial wonder woman design but you right. could you could put armor on her to make her look like Donna Troy or like something out of Demascara or something, and that looked yeah, really cool. Shirt or shorts or pants or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, the the gear systems we'll get into. That's pretty cool too. Um, mm. they they're having a hard time with Brainiac. At the end of Injustice One. <clears throat> Hal never really had any redemption. He was just arrested. But Barry did. Barry came around at the end of the first game and actually helped Batman to take down the regime. Right. So, yeah, Barry, Barry uh, did come back around on the good side, and basically that really is our next talking point, so I'll just go into it anyways. After we see, you know, Kara there with uh, um, Wonder Woman and Adam, it shows Barry is working basically in the Arctic uh, at some kind of scientific installation there. And he basically, part of his pardon agreement that he had with uh, Bruce and uh, the American government was that he would not do any jail time, but he was never allowed to use his powers again. Mm. Um, so he's basically been living a normal life. And that's when he sees Brainiac's attack on the city and basically one of his fellow colleagues is like, look, I think, you know, this is extenuating circumstances. I think they're going to be fine if you use your powers. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically, you know, puts on his suit and goes into action from there. After that, I can tell you, he goes, uh, Barry comes back, uh, which the society was planning on. And uh, um, Grodd, is actually the only person that is really 
helping out Brainiac because he Brainiac has made a deal with him that if he works with him that he will grant him basically as a basically he'll be like a lieutenant at his side for ruling the galaxy and he'll give him all these you know perks that nobody else is going to get so grod is still using some of the society members to try and take down some of the justice league members he has uh grod has a detonator which he has uh there's a detonator in deadshot's neck from where he was in the suicide squad and grod has control of the detonator to blow up the bomb in Deadshot's neck that he had implanted anyways in the Suicide Squad. So he's basically forcing Deadshot to work for him. Yeah. Uh, so so Deadshot is set up in the city waiting on Barry to come in on Grodd's orders, and he shoots Barry in the leg as he's running. Mm. Uh, and that leads to uh, Zoom coming in, beating the crap out of Barry. And, that was and cool. Cold- I, I didn't know Zoom was going to be in it, and Zoom was awesome yeah, in this. Was- it was shocking seeing them put some premiere skins in story mode. Yeah. Uh, didn't and, really and his premiere skin is probably the best looking one. Easy. Uh, it is. He looked amazing. Yeah. He really <laughs> is. That definitely one of my favorite looks for him. Yeah. The power girl one needs a little work. And, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the, the freeze premiere skin. Cause <laughs> it's the biggest fucking joke. Like new 52. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, Pretty new, bad. New sure. fifty. Oh, that new fifty-two don't translate. The new fifty-two, Mister Freeze, that it doesn't doesn't translate well in anything, let alone a skin. So no. Well, at least they didn't put the mohawk on its head. <laughs> I forgot about that actually. Um, but uh, basically, yeah. In the story, uh, Barry's able to take down uh, um, Deadshot and take down uh, Zoom. Uh, which they have a really cool fight running around the city and stuff. It's really awesome. Probably one of the coolest fight segments in the game. Um, then he takes out Cold, which Captain Cold basically, as any fans of his would know, he's never about killing or taking lives. They, they, the rogues have a code where they only steal, they don't kill. Yeah. So in this universe, basically, he's kind of out for blood for the Flash because uh in uh, the first game, he kills uh, his sister, which is Gold Glider. Um, so he's basically joined up with the Society just to get revenge on uh, the Flash. And uh, I think Green Lantern had something to do with killing the rogues, too. So he's trying to get back at them. Yeah. Uh, but they go from that. Uh, Barry joins back up with Batman. Uh, at about that time, uh, Hal Jordan shows back up. And uh, he's wearing the Green Lantern ring again um and bruce doesn't want him around because he never had any redemption in the first game but how explains that he went through hell to get his green ring back and the guardians you know he said the ring chooses you you know i couldn't just put this on if i wasn't worthy so basically they start to trust how and they send uh how on a mission alone to try and convince aquaman to join uh bruce's side to help keep Uh, Well, to help stop Brainiac and also to keep Superman from escaping. They go to there. um, How unsuccessfully is is not able to convince Aquaman to join their side. He said that he has to stay in Atlantis to uh, protect his people. Um, Then it goes from there back to, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. (laughs) After that, um, 
Oh, we see that uh, Bruce has set up um, Firestorm and Blue Beetle, which are two of his newer recruits, uh, basically protégés, because Bruce is trying to start up a new Justice League. Um, so he's got them basically uh, proving to him that they've got what it takes by putting them on guard duty on Superman. Um, and we have a, a segment there where uh, Wonder Woman... Uh, Kara, uh, your Black Adam, uh, they show up to try and bust Superman out. Um, we have some fun segments. Dude, I, I love the- I love it because a Blue Beetle and a Firestorm, they're, they're both talking about how cute they think Supergirl is. It's like, yeah. Dude, she's out of our league. No, she's not out of our league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, and uh, basically Wonder Woman is able to break out. Uh, Bruce also has uh, Cyborg and Damien uh, in cells there. Oh, uh, we, oh we forgot to go into rewind real quick to how Damien – Damien just abandons Batman and is like, "Yeah, Damien is an asshole in this he, game." <laughs> he, 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 I'm he, a fan of Damien, but he's a prick. <laughs> he, he cuts Zaz's neck open. He kills Zaz, and he's he just, he's just like, "Fuck this shit! I'm I'm rolling with Superman. I don't want to roll with he Batman does. anymore." Yeah. After after the intro on Krypton, it shows still Batman and Damien before the first game. Uh, well, actually, during the events of the first mm. game, right at the beginning. Uh, teaming up to go and try and stop Superman and the regime from breaking out, uh, or not breaking out, I'm sorry, uh, killing the criminals at Arkham Asylum. Hmm. And basically when they get there, the whole time Damien is real defiant of Bruce. I kind of got the feeling that Damien had not been robbing very long uh, when this was taking place, because uh, he was still very much set in the ways of the League of Assassins and Raish and stuff. And basically, he ends up defying Bruce, and he kills Zaz and says that Superman's right and joins up with the regime and basically leaves Batman. And in this game, he absolutely hates Batman, uh, totally. He wants to kill him. (laughs) He uh, doesn't look up to his dad at all. He views him as a coward uh, because he will not do what is necessary to save the world, which is killing bad people. Even even in a darker world, Bruce still won't kill, man. It's crazy. Like, that's right. And uh, they followed the comics pretty well in this game, but there was that's where one deviation happened was when Damien kills Zaz at Arkham Asylum. Uh, in the comics, Damien kills Zaz, but he actually uh, kills Zaz on Superman's orders because in the comic... Superman sends Zaz to kill Alfred to get back at Bruce, and Zaz kills Alfred, and then uh, Superman, to cover his tracks, tells Damien about it, and Damien kills Zaz for killing Alfred. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, so in the game, they they changed why he ended up killing Zaz, but uh, except for a few small things, they followed the books pretty well, I have to say. Mm. We've been forward, uh, forwarding back. Um, the uh, Wonder Woman and, and Kara they break Superman out. Yep, they break Superman out, um, and basically they're heading from out of there. Uh, they've got uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Damien, and Black Adam are all uh, together now as a team. Uh, right before they take off out of there, uh, Batman shows up because Firestorm in order to keep Superman from escaping, decides that he is going to uh, 
use his abilities mm-hmm. to basically set off a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, and, that shit was crazy. <laughs> and blow up the whole city of uh, Gotham yeah. to protect the world. And Bruce shows up and he's like, you're a dumbass, don't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he convinces uh, Superman and his regime that they need to work together to stop Brainiac and for the moment being he's going to put his problems with Superman on hold. Mm. So they come to an agreement and they go back to the new Batcave to meet up, which is now in the sewers of, uh, he set it up in the, oh, I'm sorry, the subway system of Gotham. He now has, it's an old abandoned subway that he set the uh, Batcave up. Kind of like after Nightfall, when they didn't they have that in the sub, the old subway system? They had a, Yeah, a bat- actually, yeah. He did have an alternate Batcave he, yeah. he used, which he always does. He's got, one usually in Arkham too somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <it's all> right. <laughs> but basically there's a pretty funny thing whenever they go up there for the first meeting that they, they all decide what their plans are going to be, what they're going to do. Like cyborg and Catwoman are sent uh, to Arkham asylum to reactivate uh, brother. Eye there. Cause Bruce also has a bat cave base. Uh, it was, so- re- it was also revealed that, um, Catwoman was working undercover for Batman in the society as well. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yes. Catwoman is working for Batman undercover in the society. Um, so her and Cyborg go to try and get back control of Brother Eye from Brainiac because he's taken over any form of communication that the world has whenever he yeah. shows up. Um, and there's a funny thing whenever they leave from there where they get it from the table and Superman says huh, that's funny, you kept it. And Bruce says, what are you talking about? And he pulls the sheet off the table, and it's the old Justice League table yeah. uh, that was set at. And Bruce is like, oh, I forgot about it, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that was probably the most pro- profound moment in the story mode was when uh, they basically they're all sitting at a round table with a sheet over it, you know, all like Justice League members and uh, Catwoman Harley, just a shitload of characters. And then when they all leave, it just bats and soups, and he, he was... um. He, he knew because he, he has x-ray vision i guess he was like i'm surprised you <laughs> kept it and then bruce goes what and then soups just pretty much pulls um the cloth off the table and it's the old justice league emblem with a crack going through it but it'll just yeah it looks so it was so badass the, the way which it was cool they added the crack into the table in that because in the books when they had the last meeting there before they disband superman hits the table real hard and puts that crack in it yeah so I thought that was really cool. They threw that in there too. It was a nice little detail. Um, and also throughout this story, you know, for comic fans, there is all kinds of nostalgia yeah. <laughs> throughout the story mode from quotes they say from movies and different stuff you'll see hidden in there from the comic books. It, it's really cool. A, a, lot, a lot of people like the the stuff Catwoman says that ref- goes back to Batman Returns. That was pretty cool. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's the uh, I'm Catwoman, hear me roar line yeah. there, uh, and all kinds of stuff. It's great. Mm, uh, the interactions are so funny too with the fights. Like, uh, the, it's kind of racy almost. There's some of the shit Poison Ivy says. <laughs> it's like, I thought Green Arrow was freaking hilarious in that too. <laughs> yeah, there's some good stuff. I like the line that he said to Grog where he said, "Oh, I should have brought my." banana arrow," and he's like, "Wait, that's not uh, racist." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, but but going to like a, a turning point, and is when uh, there's a lot of fighting going on. I think I think in Metropolis, um, I think Wonder Woman was about to kill Harley. Who stabs Harley? Was it uh, 
Uh, that was actually, yeah, further towards the end. Actually, Harley has a lot of near-death experiences in this <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because fucking Ivy like, was killing her, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. When Cyborg and Catwoman go to try and get back control of Brother I, Harley goes with them. And when they get there, uh, some pheromones get released. Uh, Ivy takes control of Harley and makes her fight them. And then once they've gotten kind of control of Harley, mm. she turns the spores into a toxin that poisons her. Yeah. Um, and so basically Cyborg has to use uh, some defibrillators he has like that come out of his yeah. arms uh, to shock her and get her to come back. And uh, so she eventually does. And uh Another cool inclusion of a premiere skin is whenever they get in and Cyborg's trying to hack into Brother Eye from Brainiac. Brainiac like uses his some kind of power he has and zaps Cyborg and brings Grid yeah, from Grid. the kit out cool. of Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, which he is also a premiere skin for Cyborg in the game, but they put him in story mode, so that was really cool. Mm. Um, and yeah, then they get back control of Brother Eye. Um, and yeah, get that from... Um, Brainiac, and then basically they start to do an all-out assault on Brainiac's ship, but he has these shields up, so they're unable to break through, yeah. and Superman actually ends up, it. the shields, like, whatever force you hit them with, it hits you back, like, ten times. Yeah, ten times. This is when yeah, ba uh, Batman and Catwoman are in the Batwing, right? Going to Right. That, exactly. that was pretty fucking awesome. I was, I was yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. And then Superman... Hits it real hard, goes to the ground, and Brainiac blasts him with his ship, and he's just gone. Nowhere yeah. to be found. You know, uh, Supergirl thinks he's died um, and everything. And they, they basically have to fall back and form a new plan. And then Black Adam mentions, uh, well, actually, I think Bruce comes up with the plan and mentions to Black Adam that he could take uh, some kind of magically imbued relic back to Kondok and he could take it to the, uh, I think it was the Throne of Solomon. I think that's what it was called. Um, because it holds a lot of the power that he gets that, uh, you know, allows him to have his special abilities. So they, Aquaman goes with him to use his trident since it's like a mythological, you know, artifact. Yeah. He can channel all that energy into right, his trident. Right, and shoot it up, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so they have a run in there with Grodd who uses, uh, uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary because Brainiac still had him captured. He, uh, Grodd can mind control him. Yeah. Yeah. It makes him fight, uh, Black Adam and Aquaman. And then eventually they have a fight with Grodd and Aquaman kills Grodd. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty much the, the main death that really happened in story mode. Uh, uh, Aquaman was just pretty vicious in this. He yeah. was totally uh, did not mind to kill. Um, he killed him without a second thought, and then he takes the trident out of there, and they hit Brainiac's ship mm. with a big old bolt of lightning, uh, and that allows uh, Bruce to take the Batwing uh, and fly in yeah. to Brainiac ship yeah uh, but and this is when they're in the ship but but going back real quick with um kara because the one of the turning points was when she saw how wonder woman and superman mainly wonder woman because she was going to kill uh i think harley um mm -hmm. saw how bloodthirsty they were and vicious and kara wasn't about that like 
She right, did, right. And that actually surprisingly to me, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, they, they showed that in there. Like, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman ended up stabbing Harley through uh, the stomach with her sword. And right. I thought for sure Harley was dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, they're really going to kill like a big character. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they and can't yeah. because they need all those hot topic fucking keychains <laughs> and all the That's fucking right. 10,000 yeah. DC collectible uh, statues. Uh, Supergirl basically seals up. Uh, her wound with her heat vision and flies yeah. off with her um, and tells her that she's going to take her to Superman to get this all sorted out. And Harley yeah. laughs and says, huh, he's, he's the worst one of them all. And Supergirl's still kind of like, what does she mean? You know, yeah. um, there, I also wanted to stress to how amazing Robert England was as a scarecrow in this game. Uh, he was phenomenal. Yeah, you know, people Robert online were talking about that because what happened was Scarecrow has a skin where he has a, a top hat on, like that a Federa yeah. or whatever. And everyone said, "Dude, that is that's Freddy Krueger, bro." Seriously, that's his voice. And everyone kept saying that. I'm like, "Oh yeah," because he has a hat on. But then I realized, "Oh shit, it's fucking Freddy Krueger's voicing the Scarecrow." That's crazy, bro. Like that's right. Yeah, and and. Uh, he, he had a, they had a good fear toxin scenario in that too with Wonder Woman uh, after Supergirl left where she's basically in a bar and uh, she sees Superman fly in, like kiss her and he's telling her, you know, you know, thank you for this and that. And then all of a sudden he throws her back and it's like, you know, I blame you. You should have, yeah. uh, you know, quelled my rage and instead you fueled it and you wanted me to yeah. be more like this. And then she ends up finding out that she's having a scarecrow hallucination, which they did really well in the game. It really did. They gotcha, me. huh? Yeah, they, tr they tricked yeah, old I Diggity. I, they they yeah, did a, a trickity uh, on Diggity. Okay. That's right. <laughs> um, and then we flash back to... Uh, yeah, Supergirl getting back to uh, the Fortress of Solitude where Superman's hanging out. Um, and she's like, no he more. He basically issues. ends up more or less saying to her, you know, he's talking to her normal. And then he said, and once we get this brainiac thing under control, we have to kill Batman and, and all the defectors. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what? You know? <laughs> yeah. And basically realizes uh, how out of control he is. And she basically says something to the effect of, are you the son of El or are you uh, the son of Zod or whatever? Because oh, she's saying like General balls. Zod, Fucking you know, and she flies God. off and leaves and finally starts to see that Batman is not the bad guy in this, that yeah. Superman is out of control. And, um, you know, uh, so after they go back and try and team up again, they uh, are able to get to Brainiac's ship. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and it's cool because pretty much Batman and Superman are fighting together to through Brainiac ship and, uh, you know, to eventually it, defeat Brainiac. Yeah, and the chapter, they even call it World's Finest, and and it has them fighting out through the ship. They fight like a uh, Brainiac-controlled swamp thing, and then also somebody we forgot to mention in the story because he plays a really minor part is Dr. Fate. Um, Dr. Fate plays an outside role in this game because... Naturally, he's controlled by, you know, fate. He's do he's doing what he thinks best is for the fates of everything. And basically, the helmet uh, believes that the best option is for Brainiac to win because humans have no order. They just breed chaos. And him snuffing out, you know, existence is what's best for the universe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so he ends up showing up and trying to stop Batman and Superman, uh, mm-hmm. too. Uh, they're able to beat him. Uh, then you have a fight with Brainiac where you can choose to uh, face him as either uh, Batman or Superman. And he's OP as hell. He puts a lot of damage out. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun, Brainiac. It was, yeah. And then basically after that fight is done, Superman has what seems like a very uh, great moment of redemption. He uh, brainiacs down. uh, His ship is piloted on thought. Uh, So basically Superman's like, the only option I have to keep the ship from crashing and destroying all of the city is for me to connect this into my brain and try and steer it with my thought. So he connects his uh, brain to the ship and basically, you know, he could die from doing it, but he still does it anyway. And he's able to steer the ship out. And he's also trying to rescue all the cities that Brainiac has bottled up inside the ship. At this point, he's already captured uh, Metropolis, like new Metropolis from Earth, uh, Gotham, and I think Star City and Keystone, stuff like that. Uh, Superman's able to keep the ship afloat and rescue some cities, but he ends up getting disconnected from it, and we find out that some of the cities are lost. Like, uh, I can't remember if uh, Hal, the Green Lantern, if he's from Star City or Keystone. I think Flash is from Keystone, but he ends up finding out his city is gone, like, Ferris Air is gone. Carol Ferris, who he loves, is gone. Uh, they weren't able to save that. Right, uh, and they want to use the the ship to reconstruct it or something, or to bring it back. Was that right? Right. Bruce is trying to, and basically, this is where the big moral dilemma of the game comes down. When you think Superman's found redemption, he flips around again and says, "No, we've got to kill Brainiac. He can't be allowed to do this again." Uh, I'm sure Cyborg can figure out a way to work it out so we can save the rest of these cities. We don't need him. Bruce is saying, no, we're not killing. Uh, He may also have valuable information. We can use him, force him to, you know, save these cities, to connect him back up to it and make him release these cities. So it comes down to the dilemma of, do you choose Superman's side, kill Brainiac, and see if uh, you know you can save these cities by using Cyborg or whatever, or choose Batman's side and spare Brainiac and possibly use him to release these cities by hooking him back up to the ship. Well, naturally, I chose Batman's side. <laughs> yeah. So, um, unfortunately, neither of us have got to finish the Superman <laughs> <laughs> of it yet so we only know what happens if you play as batman uh and basically in the batman ending if you choose him uh there's a big fight on the ship uh superman ends up flying uh batman out of there uh or no i'm sorry black adam grabs batman flies him out and is basically holding him above gotham Mm -hmm. and just lets him go to die and of course he's able to do a flip around and he uses his cake to glide down to the city a flippity Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. uh he defeats black adam gets back to the new bat cave and puts on a new suit uh, oh shit yeah that's the uh the it looks like a kryptonite infused light up bat suit which was like one of the main events of the uh 
Yeah, he was ready to rock and roll with that one. But what I don't understand is when he opened the suit chamber, why did it show like another Batman in there already? You know what I mean? Instead of just the what, Batsuit. Why did, why did it show? What would you say? It was like another Batman in the, in the chamber instead of just the Batsuit. Oh. oh, I hear you. Yeah, it's it's how they have the Batpod chamber set up in that to where it like looks like there's like a mannequin or something underneath the suit. <laughs> Yeah. So it kind of looks like there's another person in the suit inside huh. of the thing. Yeah, crazy. but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, basically, so he suits up, and you fight Superman uh, for the final fight of the game. You take him down. Um, and then this time, instead of imprisoning him in the Red Sun cell that he had set up, he cuffs him with a, a big rock of kryptonite in between the cuffs and puts him in the phantom zone. Um, and Supergirl says her goodbyes to him. Mm. And basically at the end, Batman has Super or Supergirl join the new Justice League. Yeah, and, and that's how they end it. And that was like so awesome. Because... Yeah, and it's a great starting point for the next game whenever the, they do it. Yeah, it, it really is because Supergirl is like the... The center of all this, she's she is she was so well done in that game too, so man. Awesome, like, and she's she'll be such a good focal point. Uh, she's like being, the new the new Superman for the Justice League now. That's that's who she is in the Injustice universe, right? Uh, right, and it makes things so much easier because how, how else are you gonna deal with you know Superman? <laughs> you know, it's like exactly, so. exactly. You know, and just like at the end, you know, he promises that he'll eventually get out of the Phantom Zone again. You know, and yeah. Basically, like, yeah, we know you will. And Supergirl's like, well, I'll be here, you know, waiting whenever you do get out. <laughs> oh, he's going to dig it and do it, huh? Well, yeah, so she can take him down. So mm. it was a really, really good game. Like I said, we neither of us have got to do the Superman ending yet. So I'm interested yeah. to see if it's a more violent ending or anything. Do you, you have but, to do the story mode all over again to do it? Is that how it works? You do not. Thankfully, uh, you can go in and just do the sections again where you have to choose. Uh, uh, and as soon as you're done, you can just go back to the main menu and then choose the next section again. Yeah. Oh, Good people of Gotham. This is Bat Force Tom's wife. Thank you for listening to Bat Force Radio. Now will you take the trash out? Fine. God, do it now. Meow. This is Selena Kyle. Some call me Catwoman. And when I'm not pulling the perfect crime-snatching diamonds, along with Batman's heart all over Gotham, I'm curled up next to my kitty and listening to Bat Force Radio. Because now let's go into um, the uh, Injustice 2 roster. Um, Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of characters in this game. And oh man, a, a ton, uh, and a lot more hint of that that may end up being DLC. I don't know, or if they're just giving subtle hints to them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I was happy with the roster. There's a few duds in there. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll go through the ro- we'll go down the line. Well, let's start with Batman. Um, Batman, he's pretty much the same from the last game, isn't he? Like. He is, yeah. He uh, that was something that was a bit of a, a letdown for me. Like it was nice because if you're good with Batman in the first game, you'll be you know ready to go whenever you play this one because literally all his super move inputs are the same. Uh, all of his uh, 
combos are the same. Uh, the only thing that adds a bit of a change up because I've been playing with him first to level up uh, to max because I'm going to try and level all the characters up. Because <laughs> uh, in the game, even though you unlock gear, the gear has levels set to it and you have to meet certain level requirements to be able to equip gear. Um, so anyways, but once you get... Uh, I've unlocked a couple abilities with him, which does add new things. Mm. Um, like, for instance, I've only got one ability right now, but uh, his cape parry he does, it adds the ability to do a meter burn with it, which adds extra moves to the cape parry. Mm. Uh, so it's, it does make the move set a little new. It's kind of funny because um, on the leadership boards, like a lot of top ones are Batman, and I'm like, you mother man why don't you try a new character you just get carrying over from the old you know what that shit don't count man just try a new one who why would you buy a new game if you want to play the same old character you know this one exactly so many... right yeah once i'm done getting him maxed up i'm not going to use him all the time like i used to because even though batman's my favorite character in these games i have more fun using like flash or supergirl or something like that they yeah. just have really cool movesets that are fun to, to the, use the next one up is a uh, superman he's supposed to be pretty powerful i don't use super Superman, but I, I hear he's like pretty powerful in this game. He is powerful. He has some really powerful moves, and he does have some new moves in this game. Uh, so, some of his stuff has been switched up. Uh, I feel like they kind of bettered his move set in a way, um, added some more variation to it, to where he's got some good. Uh, he kind of is balanced out in in all areas. He's got some good long range attacks. Yeah. He's got. Some Close range ones now too. It looks so. like he really, um, he really packs it down. Really powerful. He has character. one of the coolest ultimates of the game too. Or yeah. super attacks. I mean, for me, I love his super attack where he punches him in the air and grabs him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then does like the, um, the 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 clothesline is what you're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. That's pretty really cool. A uh, Wonder Woman's also high on the boards as well. Um, she's a pretty powerful character. Um, she. When, is I'm not a big fan of using her. I uh, I liked her um, special ability that she had in the old game better as compared to this. Because in the old game, you could alternate between using the lasso sword, attack yeah. and sword attacks. I really like that, did, too, when you could like I, alternate. Yeah, and it switched up your moveset, too. It added new moves whenever you switched the abilities, but... In this game, she just gets random buffs. Like, when you hit circle, you never know what kind of buff you're going to get. It could be to your strength, to your health, to your speed. Yeah. Uh, it could give her the ability to have, like, a, a flying ability where she can kind of levitate. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, so, she'd be good for certain players. She's just yeah. not that I prefer to use. She's still pretty powerful and good, but I, I really did like alternating between the, the lasso and the sword in the last game. I thought that was really cool to have that much, you know, that different set of abilities. I wish I wish a lot of characters had that, like maybe, uh, yeah. maybe like Robin between a, a sword and a bow staff or, you know, stuff like that would be kind of cool. Like when you could well, just... You know, I haven't got to check him out much yet, but he, he must have some way to do something like that because... In story mode, he uses the bow staff, uh, and then I fought him in multiverse mode where he's used the bow staff hmm. too. But I, I, I don't understand how he uses it because his special ability is like 
special remote control batarangs he uses. Damien's going to be a pain in the ass because that, that sword I was fighting, it's uh, it got range on that, man, that sword. It's really it safe. Does. Actually one of, even though he's a prick in the game, he's one of my favorite to play with. Yeah, yeah, you, can, you can tell he's a... Uh, uh, next one down the line is tied for my favorite, and that is uh, Supergirl. And uh, yeah. I, I don't have any complaints about she... For everything from her look, even her freaking hairstyle, her moves, her, her suits, like... Man, you this character could do everything. She's powerful. She got the freeze. She could teleport. She, she's fast as hell. I think her down one is got is like low frames and got crazy range. Man, like yeah, yeah. She's one. She's one of my favorites in the game too. And she has a really cool ability too, where you can use her heat vision for straight blast. You can do them up or down. Or you could walk with it if walking. you. Uh, yeah, that the walking one is really cool. It reminds me of like the Christopher Reeve stuff, you know, like back in the day. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. she's a. She's definitely one of my favorites in the game too. They did a really good job on her. And the truth is, I love when they fly. Like her, you know, like when you have characters that levitate, and uh, she looks the best doing it <laughs> for some reason. She looks. She, she does, and they did a really good job differentiating her from Superman. Yeah. They play completely different. And she, uh, she just, I, like, I always like playing with females in games because I feel like they just feel more aerodynamic to me for some reason. They just feel like they're faster. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. As opposed to like clunkiness. Like when I play Batman, he feels really clunky. Even though he's fast, you know, he's like yeah. just, uh, yeah. But he, yeah, Batman's very good too. Um, yeah. I haven't played him much, but Aquaman is also in this game again. And uh, uh, I remember he's... in Justice 1 that Trident could be a pain in the ass. Like you can <laughs> It is. It has a lot of range on it. That, that attack he has where he like keeps slashing it at you. Yeah. And they even, added the ability in this game to where now not only can he do a stance and slash at you he can now walk while he does the slash uh which uh is a part of his meter burn which is a bitch because that adds even more range to it <laughs> yeah he uh, whoever knows to use him though it looks like they have a lot of fun because he's he is a really good character i remember even from part one you could do a lot you, you could really fuck somebody up with that that safe yeah. trident yeah he is, man. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he's one that if you master, I think you could be pretty unstoppable yeah. with him. He's got a lot of good uh, variation. He's got that cool superpower too. That when they uh, they release the uh, that, that deep, <laughs> deep, large, deep sea dwelling beast that you know. And they, cut the they always go all out with him in both the games. He's had the favorite uh, super attack by <laughs> the Nether Realm. <laughs> it's funny because some people have some shitty super supers as well, which they is do. Really but but they can only do so much if you don't have like a superpower, uh, or like any yeah I guess uh, I guess it depends. But uh, yeah, uh, they do a good bit of damage. But some of them, yeah, I think the animations are boring on boring on. Like I thought they could have done a better one for Atrocitus. I thought it was kind of that's next on the list. I don't even remember what Atrocitus is. Uh, one is it basically he. He just basically slams him up against the wall, and then he sends this huge uh, Red Lantern bull, like, going straight for him and just rams him through the wall. And then it does have kind of a cool thing afterwards where he walks over and puts his foot on him, and then he, like, uh, vomits blood all over him. (laughs) And that's cool, but... I just didn't like. I was like, I would like to see more of his like uh, of the. Uh, well, who's that the, Red Lantern uh, with the vampire style wings? Oh, Blaze. 
Yeah. Now, that would be cool if he would summon her to do something in the Super Movie. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be cool. She's a really cool character and one I would love to see in one of those games. They could do some real cool stuff. Well, the with fact her. that we got Atrocitus is really awesome. Like sometimes you get us some obscure characters that you're like, really, man. But sometimes you get one that's like, okay, that's pretty fucking cool. Like Atrocitus with Dexter the cat. That, <laughs> that's fucking awesome, man. That is badass. Yeah, that- that was genius, man, that they put Dexstar in there uh, to use special abilities and stuff with. And and I was so happy Atrocitus got in, too, because he was one that I wanted in the first game. And he's kind of one of those that you didn't ever expect to happen because he's so obscure yeah. uh, that you wouldn't ever expect them to throw him in. But it, it was awesome having him in there. Well, oh, sure. when, when they start getting you, he's going to, when you start mastering him, whoever's going to use him, he uh, he's he's powerful dude like he could he, he could fuck a motherfucker up man like, that uh that full screen movie has where he throws those punches and shit and stuff that does a lot of damage well like, when, it, when it's like four punches or something yes and when he does the meter burn it's like eight and yeah. he can throw you in like because i've had it happen to me in multiverse it'll like bounce you off the wall do like an uppercut and then he'll throw like eight of those punches and like half your health bars gone. yeah <laughs> he's he's a lot of fun um, he's definitely gonna be one of my three. Um, I can't wait. He he looks like he looks a little tricky to learn with Dexter. You got to really figure out how to like trap people in with Dexter. But if you really get a handle on him, you could get a lot of damage. Like you could yeah, oh, yeah. as long as he gets in there. Um, next up is Gorilla Grodd. I haven't played Gorilla Grodd yet, so I don't really know much. I, honestly, uh, he he looks really cool. He he's he's a very different. Uh, style to have in there wasn't really anybody in the game that really i mean i guess in the first game you could say maybe that grundy kind of fit that role um but i feel like grod's totally different he's real heavy and slow but super powerful uh if he gets a hold of you he's gonna do tons of damage on you um and he he is a cool character because i mean not only does he have that brute force thing but with him being slow, it makes up for him with his like psychic abilities and stuff because he can range with the psychic abilities and everything. Hmm. So it kind it kind of makes up for it with him being slow. I I almost feel like um, shit. I don't even remember um, Ferritor was it um, from Mortal Kombat X or yeah yeah huh? He kind of reminds me of that. Like not too fast, but once they get you in, they could yeah you could do a lot with them. But uh, and they have that that. You know, he has a move kind of like Ferritor did and which like Grundy did in the first one, which is where he can do one of those charge attacks that takes no damage. Like he just can keep rushing at you. Like if you're oh, yeah, throwing you punch, bring, yeah. yeah, don't stop him or anything. Yeah, I, I would I would like to see a good Gorilla Grodd. I want, I want to see what he could do. I think that'd be really interesting. He's fun. Like oh, a big yeah. fucking uh, ape, you know, he's he reminds me of Cygor. Dude, a Cygor skin, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cr- um, moving right along, Deadshot. Boo. <laughs> Should have been Deathstroke. Man, I'll tell you, after seeing the Joker's look in this game and Deadshot, you could tell that these characters were developed during... It would anticipation for Suicide Squad being popular. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, that, that's the only reason. To, and not saying anything against Deadshot either, because I'll be the first to say, I'm a fan of Deadshots in the books. I like Deadshot in the comic yeah, books and yeah. stuff. But I just know that, like, Deathstroke was so much more fitted to this, even down to the role of story mode as being in the society. Like, Deathstroke 
is still alive in the Injustice universe, why would they not recruit him? Like the best, you know, mercenary assassin, one of the best fighters in the DC universe into the society instead of Deadshot. You know, the, the truth is that <laughs> the truth is, if Deathstroke was in this game, I wouldn't have a problem with Deadshot. But I know Deadshot took Deathstroke's place because of the Suicide Squad movie. That's why I'm like, you know, fuck exactly. that. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. And th- and that's what sucks, you know, from a standpoint, you know, I understand why they're pressured to put these characters in, of course, but it sucks that it has to come down to that, to where they have to put these people in to, just because of something popular being out at the time. But, um, I mean, his moves are, are good, but I'll tell you this, he plays almost exactly like Deathstroke from Injustice 1. Yeah. And that's how know that and i guarantee you deathstroke will be a skin for deadshot at some point because deadshot even has a special ability where he flips forward just like uh deathstroke's sword flip from the first game so it feels like his moveset was even set up just so they could throw a deathstroke skin in eventually i'll be happy if we get the deathstroke skin that'll be pretty cool that'll make up for yeah just just knowing he's in it you know like most that'll mean most of my favorite characters in it with the exception of satana at this point because we're getting even in the dlc we're getting a lot of awesome characters so can't right right. And, and basically my opinion on it is Deadshot is fun to play as, and yeah. uh, I like the character, but I would rather have Deathstroke in there. <laughs> it's, it's cool that they got that forward meter burn role now because, um, like, a lot of people are bitching about the the zoning spammers, like Jackie yeah. from Mortal Kombat and, and Deathstroke even from Injustice. So now, if you can meter burn roll, then you can get out of that and uh, and get in again. So well, okay. it's nice being able to meter burn the air stuff too. Like when you're in mid combo, you can just meter burn out of a out of a juggle combo too, uh, which I like a lot. Um, that yeah. that's handy and being able to roll past people and stuff. I mean, it just adds a whole nother level of competition to the game because yeah, you would get spammers that would just spam the same move. You know, yeah, so, all time. So. It's Real pretty nice. well. It's different. Justice uh, in Mortal Kombat X, you had to like meter burn while you're doing something. In Justice, it almost feels like you got to meter burn after you after your move starts going through, like that, like a little exactly. bit of delay. Um, you, you do uh, in Mortal Kombat. As soon as you did the input, you had to hit the meter burn button. And yeah. in Justice, you do the move, then hit the meter burn button. Yeah. Got a little delay on it. Yeah. That's cool. uh, going down the line, we got um, Harley Quinn, which a lot of people are saying uh, she got some improvements to her, but still plays some very similar to the the original. She, she did. Um, I, I per, to be perfectly honest, I hated Harley Quinn in the first Injustice game. Um, I didn't like using her at all. Mm. Um, she was one of my least favorite to play as, but in this game, uh, the improvements and stuff made up for you know. Uh, <laughs> what I disliked about the character in the first one. So, yeah, she got some good moves. She got some good combos. You could really open someone up in Harley Quinn, and she got uh, she got tools for zoning and shooting projectiles, and uh, you know, you got Bud and Lou, which is awesome. The the hyenas. Yeah, that that was nice too. That gave her some added to her long range game a little more. It gave because you know Bud and Lou, she can use this full screen. Yeah. Um, you know, and stuff. So yeah, it's really nice. Really nice skins too. I've seen a lot of great uh, combinations and, and and gear shaders and a lot tons of shit for her that really make her look cool and and, and work. She does. And I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, throwbacks to the comics they threw in with these gear things. I mean, uh, you know, just with Batman, like I said, I've been leveling him up. Uh, I've got him at like level sixteen, I think, right now, which I've only got to play for like. <laughs> pretty muchly a day so far uh but 
uh, I've already got like, you know, the returns looking bat symbols, some of the year one looking symbols, the cows, uh, and then the shaders. They even have a Zuranar shader. Yeah, I saw I saw the Zuranar today. I actually played that today, and uh, that looks pretty cool. The color scheme of it. Um, yeah, yeah, I was yeah they that. got that, and then they got Beyond Batman Beyond in there. They've got his classic 1970s, the blue and yellow. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. That one has some fantastic uh, shaders and and skins in there too. So yeah. Um, next on the list is um, Flash. Is very popular. Um, he yes. Is, Probably one of my favorites to play as. You're going to see a lot of flashes. He's really fast, really fun. He's, he's a character some, that's just fun to play, you know? like He is, and he's got some nice new moves in this, one's too, in this one, too. I really like his uh, close-range one where he starts punching him real fast, and then he stops, but they're still, you know... Yeah, he's like, still he's getting still punched, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's a really nice new one. Uh, he's also I up like for it. a really popular super um, when he takes them through time. To the, yeah. the the pyramids yeah, and the dinosaurs, awesome. yeah. That was I really thought cool. it was a nice improvement because I loved his one in the first one where he would just run around the world a bunch of times yeah, and punch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but this one was a nice improvement. I loved how he throws them into the pyramid, then throws them into the dinosaur, and then yeah. comes back, and throws them into themselves. <laughs> yeah. um, he's gonna be a lot, he's he's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun to play. You're gonna see a lot of flashes, and they're gonna be pains in the asses. He had a lot of good mix up. Yeah. Yeah, they are pain in the ass to fight. <laughs> um, we uh, next up is uh, Blue Beetle, and I'll tell you, man, bl- I think Blue Beetle has a lot of potential. That what do you, those yeah. hooks that come out of him have nice range, and they uh, do. They're really safe. You could really open someone up in that. I think, and he has a lot well, of um, the wings help you get away from attacks and shit like that. So uh, he yeah. does, and he kind of got what Wonder Woman got in the last game with those blades because it kind of adds some new. Very move variations uh, for him and and changes it up. Uh, the the blades add a little bit more damage to his attacks and stuff too. So yeah. uh, that's really cool. Too. He kind of reminds me of Takeda from MKX. He has I don't know why. He just yeah. feels similar. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one is Bane. I guess that's like the Jax of uh, you know <laughs> DC. Yeah. But um, his, his super is horrible. All I know is that. It is. It is horrible. What a waste, I, dude. I know. The first game was awesome because he did the Nightfall backbreaker at the end of it. I loved it. Yeah. And in this one, it's like he's just like fighting them midair, which is totally not Bane style. Like, I don't yeah. I don't like it at all. I, I feel like he had a really wasted uh, super attack in the game. But uh, he's got, you know, stuff like Grodd where he's got that buff where he does that charge. And if you're throwing combos or anything, Amy's just going to mow you over. You know, you can't. Yeah. I think the only way to stop his charge is uh, doing a, a projectile of some sort. Because I know I've been able to stop it throwing like a meter burn batarang before. But yeah. uh, other than that, yeah, he's just going to run you over. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a real wrestler based is yeah. how he plays. It's a lot of wrestling grapple holds and stuff like I that. I wish they would have made him a little bulkier. Um, I, I hate when Bane is like big but not big enough. I I like a you know I like a Nightfall Bane and uh, I wish like this there was a thing where you could use your uh, your trait where you would pump venom into your veins or whatever and and just get bigger for that moment. I think that would be really cool. But yeah, um, yeah, that would be cool. Which I mean, they did that a little bit in this where like 
he does get that venom buff, but then the bad thing is, is when the venom wears off, it wears down his stamina and he takes extra damage after the venom wears off. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you get hit after your venom wears down, you're taking like, you know, two times the damage and your attacks aren't doing as much damage. So it's kind of a really risky ability to use. He has one of the That's like a finisher. Yeah, you need to finish with that because... yeah, for sure. It's a finisher ability for sure, yeah. Next up is my current main, my, my girl Poison Ivy. And uh, I'll say that, uh, you know what, man? Development put a lot into her, which I'm really happy about. They didn't half-ass her at all. Um, Dude, she is a freaking beast, man. <laughs> like, it, it, you know I, what? I love her, uh, that charge attack where she, like, wraps her legs around their, her legs around their neck and falls over with them. Yeah, that does a lot of damage. In their face, it's badass. Yeah, I was um uh, was practicing some corner p- combos with her and seeing what she could do. And uh, like you know what, what what I also like about her is I don't think she's the easiest to learn, which is good because uh, like not. like not everyone's gonna pick her up, which is I'm happy about. I rather you know it'd be like like katana. Like everyone thought you know they could use katana right away because that was my main. And uh, you know I think it takes a a lot to, a while to get used to katanas fighting style because it's different than a lot of you know reg, you know ground regular boxing fighters or whatever but uh ivy can zone uh if she gets in she got some, she has some great combos and startups uh, she does and her her special ability uh being able to you know make the little plant that comes up night, it nightshade <laughs> yeah nightshade it adds so much variation to your attacks because you can have it post up like behind them, in front of them, beside you, yeah. you know, so it adds to the combos and the juggling, you know, ability of the combos that you can do. So yeah, it's a really ability. She got, plus she has thorns and she has the grassroots coming up. And if you know how to like juggle all of these and, and work your way in, um, you can put a lot of pressure on a character. She, uh, her look, her design in general is one of the best ivies I've seen her face. Everything about Every, the way they did it was really good. The design, like, Netherrealm is excellent when it comes to design, man, in fighting games. like. Yeah, yeah, and especially with females, too, because they've been getting better ever since with MKX because they <laughs> do. Prior to MKX, it was, like, porn stars and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they've toned down, like, the, the tits being huge and stuff like just, that. Like, yeah. they look like actual women. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they design great women. It, it, oh, it looks absolutely. great. Even in MK9, you know, all the women had huge, huge boots. I know, it, know? it was comical, but, but if you look at MKX, man, you have, like, Sonya or Katana, Molina, whoever, like, or Cassie Cage, they, they, they look, their designs were so awesome and, and, like, believable, but, but badass. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, right. Right, totally, yeah. I've, I've been very happy with how they're doing them, and they did a really good feminine Poison Ivy. Like, that one and the Arkham Knight Ivy has been some of my favorite looks for Ivy um, yeah. so far. I really like how both of them look. Yeah, even, even I'll, I'll just jump ahead for a second. Even uh, the way they did Catwoman in Justice 2, I think is a lot better than they did her in, in Part 1. Oh, the the, yeah. face, the faces were off in, in Part 1, but in Part 2, it's yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, and, she looks. And I like how they use different faces instead of like just like one same generic face. Like I think if you look at <laughs> Satana and Catwoman and and Justice One, I think the faces might look really similar. Only different hairstyles or, or something like that. So. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But um, but next up is Brainiac, and I, I haven't played Brainiac yet, but uh. I have not either. He um, he looks like he could be like a, 
a pain in the he's, ass. He, he's a beast. I mean, I can tell from I've fought Brainiac multiple times, and he can be amazing, but I have a feeling like he's going to be one that players are not going to want to allow be used in, like, tournaments. Because uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of power to him uh, and stuff, but just some of his attacks and stuff, I feel like he's somebody that could be spammed with a good bit. You know what I mean? he's Because he's got a lot of, I don't know, a lot of strengths and stuff, but I just feel like like I've already seen stuff popping up where players are like putting bands on dark side. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we could jump to dark side for a sec. Well, why are they putting bands on him? What's, it, what's his deal? I, th- I just think it's because of how powered he is and stuff, and then the Omega Beams he has... He can shoot them straight forward and off screen and stuff. And like they do that zigzaggy thing. So it's kind of hard to anticipate where they're going to hit or mm. when they're going to hit. So I don't know if that's why they're doing it. I've just seen a couple like match things with like no dark side on it. <laughs> like it'll say that in the comments. Or I've seen guilds that say no dark side on them. So I don't know. Yeah, I kind I've of heard some like- uh, players saying how crazy dark side is too. I, I mean, I haven't played him a few times and. He just seems slow and clunky, but I I had no interest in playing him. That's why, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's awesome and fun to play with. Like, I like playing with him, but I could see how he could be spammed. Like, his his Omega Beams are really crazy, and they're hard to anticipate, and they could be spammed, like, over and over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could totally see that. And, you know, I could be wrong. Like I said, I haven't got a lot of playtime with Brainiac, but I could see him end up being one of those that, like could be spammy and stuff like that too so just from when i fought you know computer and stuff on the higher difficulties and sometimes it'll hit you with the same move over and over and over <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. Uh, well we covered damien already um black canary um i've seen some players use her if you know how to use her she has really good she, she like when she gets in she could do a lot of uh nice combos and mix-ups and things uh she's she, she is man that's a special ability of hers that scream it can stop battle for a minute and give you some breathing room because if she hits that it drops them right on their face <laughs> I, lo- I love i love how they they did the, the sound effect for that scream um so, i did too it so, literally makes the sound in the game sound like you're hearing like, yeah like, <laughs> like, i know i was really impressed with the way they did. i i love how she looks like i i think black canary is a cool character but i I feel like nobody really gets her just right in, in the comics. Usually, like it's yeah. it's tricky, or the statues, it's tricky to get it. But I think Netherrealm really got her really well with the, you know, she got the fishnets, her face, the collar. Um, I just yeah, the design's really right. good. I really, I really liked her, and I liked her a lot in story mode too. From you know the parts she was in and stuff, they did a really good job with her. Yeah, I, I might you know mess with her in the future because uh, she does look kind of fun, and uh, I've seen some cool yeah some. She is uh, really fun to use, and she has a good bit of combo uh, variations as well um, for yeah. stringing stuff. So she'll she'll be a fun one to master, I think. Yeah. Um, so next up is Swamp Thing. I uh, I haven't played Swamp Thing yet, but uh, I just I like uh, that he's in the game though. That's pretty cool. That's a nice touch. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I was really glad that he made it in the game. Uh, he's a fun one to play. I feel like he's going to be one too. That is going to be fun for a lot of people to master. Um, and I feel like that he could be one that if mastered, he'd be pretty tough competition. Uh, he's got a lot of variations with his moves and he's also powerful too, but he has some moves that, you know, can come out of nowhere. He can spawn like a, 
he kind of reminded me with some of his moves a little bit of Noob Saibot in uh, Mortal Kombat because he can spawn clones of himself that come out of nowhere and like grab you while he gets like a free punch on you and stuff like that. So I see he has a lot of long range, some long range uh, grabs and stuff too, which is pretty cool. Like does uh, yeah, like his arms will extend or some binds or something like that and come out and grab you and pull you in. Yeah, yeah just the fact that he's in the game, I like because it it, it it it's kind of like DC showing off. Like yeah, we have these characters too. Like you know, like Swamp yeah, Man. that's why yeah, I hope his super attacks awesome. Too. <laughs> yeah, when he takes you into the earth and just pounding the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, but uh. That's why I hope we have Rorschach in this game as well, because that would really like be that that would be DC really showing off its roster of eclectic, <laughs> you know, eclectic array of um, characters in the DC universe. So that's, that's right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Boone mentioned uh, the <laughs> fucking Boone. I think I, I think there's a good chance. Uh, I feel like definitely if they picked one, I think top choice would be Rorschach, but I could also see him using Manhattan as well. He would be a good choice for a fight game too. Yeah. Um, next up, Selena, which is awesome. She uh, she carried over. She's a legacy character. Um, she, um, I make the comparison too that Catwoman is the Kung Lao of injustice. Yeah. <laughs> she had insane combos to learn. Like most people's combo list is like half a page, maybe a full page. Hers goes like two and a half. <laughs> Yeah, she or uh, like three pages. She, it's unbelievable. She has like, a lot of nice improvements too from the last one as well. So the uh, yeah, you'd have to put in some serious work to learn all of her combos. And uh, I think that she could be. Um, I could see her being used by the main tournament uh, competitors and stuff like that because uh, that's why a lot of people use Kung Lao because like he had insane, amazing chain chain combos once you mastered everything and knew his moves by heart you could bust out some insane stuff so yeah i, I feel I, like i fought a lot of good kung laos and uh let me tell you, yeah. you, you one 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 slip up one f fall block and uh they're gonna make you pay man it just it feels like exactly. it never ends with that fucking guy <laughs> like, yeah yeah man i mean yeah if you're a fan of him from the mortal Kombat series then Catwoman is gonna be your character to play and i really loved her special ability in this one uh I like that she has the uh, she has a really powerful like she has to do um, claw based moves during the match to build up her scratch meter is what they're calling it mm. and when you get up to four slashes you can do a super long super powerful um, like uh, it's basically like she does scratches like if you have all four of them she'll claw you then like grab you with her whip pull you in punch you, and it's all like if she gets you the first hit the rest of it's like unblockable yeah it yeah. goes up from level one to four and it's it's a pretty cool special ability yeah because I, I definitely i definitely want to get down pam and, and supergirl and then probably atrocitus and it's just and then if there was a, a next one it would definitely be selena because she's so much fun but uh there's just so many you know it's like yeah it's gonna be kinda, but, yeah she, she's one i would like to learn too but i i feel like i would have to spend at least a good probably two days playing maybe nothing but just her to like fully memorize her whole moves because <laughs> there's so many but, but here's an here's another thing cheetah i saw a match yesterday uh a, a seasoned catwoman player carrying over from one that's really good and she fought a cheetah yesterday and i was wondering about cheetah's abilities because it was tr we're trying to figure out what tier cheetah could be but this cheetah beat that catwoman and this che and cheetah is fast dude like i was gonna I, that's what i was gonna say 
she is my least favorite to fight yeah. <laughs> in in the game. Every time I fight a cheetah, I almost get my ass kicked or either I'm like, it, it's the, one of the toughest fights I ever have uh, in the game because of how quick uh, the character is. She can bust out so many moves in a split second. That, that's another one, like you were mentioning, that if you mess up against somebody that is a good cheetah player, you're you're screwed. Yeah, cheetah, <laughs> cheetah looks a lot of fun. She's I love fast characters, and she uh, she really gets it in. People, we were wondering how how good she was going to be in this game, but after seeing that yesterday, she has a ton of potential. It's going to be interesting to see her. how many cheetah players. Are. It's it's cool because um this this is such a big roster, like and it's just it's going to keep going. We're gonna we're still we're, st we're still going to get nine more characters at minimum. So in these tournaments, yeah. you're probably going to see a lot of different characters going out as opposed to like even in Mortal Kombat, you know, there were a lot of characters, but I, I don't think as many as this game. So it was like, you know, there were a handful of these, like handful of scorpions, you know, a handful of Liu Kangs, you know, some katanas. Right. So, But in this, it's like there's so many to choose from and that, are, that have potential to... To, to do well in tournament, that's going to be interesting to see, you know. Yeah, things. and they are with every game. They're fleshing out their rosters even better, like adding more variation to them. Because I can definitely tell in this game, as compared to the first Injustice, there's a lot of more difference in each character. Like, you can tell the major differences in playing a Batman or a Catwoman. Like, the speed difference is insane uh and you know with the power characters the power difference is insane so it really does give each character their own like you know uh, niche that they they fit in where <laughs> i mean it, it, anybody could find somebody that pulls to their strengths uh you know as a you know fighting game competitor or something you know yeah. it's, it's really great Definitely. Um, next up, Cyborg. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're similar to the first one. I never played Cyborg. Yeah, I, I hate Cyborg. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've never been a fan of the character, and I'm not a fan of him in the game. Yeah. He, he doesn't have too much move variation, really. Uh, he does have a better special ability in this one that I like, where he can, he, he can summon drones, which he can do like a overhead one he can have one run across the ground uh uh come from behind you know that's like his special ability which would be more handy uh than what he had before but uh i'm just not a fan of his moveset at all or the character so i probably won't ever really use him but yeah. there there might be people that really really like him so yeah uh the next one this is who's gonna be a nightmare is uh dr fate and uh <laughs> dr fate is yeah. uh this fucking he, guy, dude. <laughs> he's in, he's interesting, man, because he he's got some uh, moves too that don't even go out for damage, but they uh, he can like put out these uh, crosses that like boost his health. Like if he stands in them, it can build his health back up, or he can use some that drops the opponent's health while he's got them, you know, um, opened up on the level or something it, he's got some really neat moves uh, gonna, that are you're gonna see a lot of dr faith fans on the boards um because they keep using that fast his projectile so fast that yeah just he's a, another one i was really glad that they put in the game oh, he's uh, awesome but he's gonna be a pain in the ass to fight like you could tell he like, is he's yeah he's he, got he's a lot won. of good moves he, he it's very different with him it's all his movements are like almost like teleporting it's, it's pretty cool how they uh, yeah designed him okay. they, they were really true to his character. Yeah, they were. 
He's like yeah. the new Ermac, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's that's a good comparison, yeah. I fucking hate Ermac. <laughs> I like Dr. <laughs> Fate, but I fucking hate him. He was always one of my favorites to play as an MK, but yeah, he's he's a bitch to fight, for sure. <laughs> then we got uh, Green Lance and Hal Jordan, very similar to uh, Injustice 1, I believe. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he also got some updated moves. That's why I don't know what happened with Batman, man. Like all these returning characters got at least a few new moves. Uh, how notably, I know one that he got is uh, he can send like a uh, I don't know really what you call it. It's almost has like a bowling ball type effect. Like he throws a construct across the ground that goes across the bottom of the level to do some low attacks. Um, he didn't have that in the first game. Um, he's still got, which I like, which I would kind of compare him to Ermac too, because he's got that, like, uh, how Ermac had the telelift where he could put his hand out and he would catch him in this like portal and slam him on the ground. Uh, you know, Green Lantern still got that from the last game. Uh, he's got a pretty badass super attack in this one too, that I thought was better than the one in the first one. Uh, where he, like, gets in the construct battle suit <laughs> and, like, shoots him with a big cannon and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's fun to play as. I like him. I, I do enjoy playing as him. I wouldn't say he's one of my favorites, but he is fun to play as for sure. Um, and one thing I like, too, that I noticed with his gear today, which is another cool little detail they did, was, like, he can wear, like, helmet gear and in the beginning where they do their intros with the voices, if he's wearing a helmet, they even did with the voice actor where it sounds like the voice actor's wearing a helmet. It has an echo when he talks. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was a cool detail. And then for Lantern fans, too, uh, there's a lot of customizing options with him, too, on the gear where you can make him any Lantern. <laughs> that's awesome. Be, yeah, red, yellow, uh, pink, blue. That's cool. Any, yeah. Yeah. And it even changes the color of his constructs too, which is awesome. Yeah, he has good supers too. The new super is just as good as the old super. I like both of them. The uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. We got Firestorm, who I played in the story. I wasn't really interested in this character. I think. Uh, I think he's, if he feels kind of limited to me. I don't know. I. Uh, Yet again, I felt like they kind of went. Uh, more based on the character from Legends of Tomorrow than the comic version. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the Firestorm in this game acts a lot more like the character on the show as opposed to the comics, <laughs> mm. which I'm not a big fan of Legends of Tomorrow. But, uh, I mean, he's he's got some good attacks and stuff, too. Uh, he has a really interesting special ability, which is different from the others, where he his aura turns from red to blue, but whenever you have that active... It adds a little bit of a damage buff, but it also refills your health bar. Um, so I think he'll be good for characters to master, too, because, you know, if you're getting low on health, you know, towards the end of a match and you put that special ability on and you're able to put pressure on somebody, you can be rebuilding your health while you're doing that. So mm. that'll be a handy ability, too, for uh, anybody that could master him or something. You got um, Green Arrow. I'm guessing it's similar to the first one as well. A couple of new books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had some. I, I actually think no, he did pretty much have the same moves. I think he got the same treatment as Batman. He he got a new super attack, um, but he had the exact same special abilities where he could uh, just basically shoot arrows and he could switch them to fire, ice, or electric arrows. Mm. Uh, 
his special moves are basically the same. I personally, I know you don't like Green Arrow at all, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have fun playing with him. Um, I like his combos and, and yeah. stuff. I, I'm able to chain together some pretty good combos with him, and I have fun with him. But yeah, He uh, looks like he, he could be fun. Yeah, like fun. the same as the first game, pretty much, yeah. Black Adam, man. <laughs> Black fucking Adam. Over <laughs> OP, dude. Fucking yeah. out of control. He's awesome. Was... Yeah, he, he he's really awesome. Uh, he's got uh, the same special ability as the first game as well, where he has the orbs that levitate around him, and basically, if opponents get in close, they take damage from the orbs that he has, uh, you mm -hmm. know, levitating around him. Um, he's got a lot of ranged attacks. He's got a lot of close range attacks. I don't think, unless I'm forgetting, I feel like he has mostly the same moves too. Um, as far as his special moves go and stuff like that. Uh, he does have some new combos, though, which are nice. Um, he has some that end in grabs and stuff, which I like, because they deal uh, a little bit more damage than your uh, traditional, like, hit combos and stuff, so they're nice. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's going to be a lot in the tournament. You're going to see him around a lot. A lot of people going to use him, because he's really overpowered in this one. But uh, Yeah, yeah, he's, he's good. Just the pain. Uh, Captain Cold, who I heard, is, is pretty good as well. He is. Uh, yet again, another one that I think if you mastered him, you could be really good with. His special ability is a unique one, too, where he basically keeps upgrading his cold gun, uh, and he can put it up to uh, three different levels. Uh, he can put a complete ice, like he can coat himself completely in ice, too, which uh, limits the amount of damage he takes, uh, which will be handy. Um, and he's got some really cool moves. Yet again, I would have rather have had Mr. Freeze and Captain Cold, but at the same time, I understand why they put him in because there was a lot of people that were not happy with the amount of Batman characters that were in there. <laughs> mm. And I understand that. There are a lot of them, but, uh, you know, I, I would really like to have, to have had him in there for sure. And yeah. especially the skin so terrible. <laughs> Captain Cold is uh, Jeff Johns' favorite character. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I bet. Which I was surprised too. You, you would think like I don't know Hal Jordan, but no, it's Captain Cold, which I think is really interesting. Right. Which I I love the Rogues too. Like uh, especially like the Forever Evil book, the Rogues Rebellion and stuff. That was real, a whole lot of fun. Um, but Captain Cold, somebody I, I'm looking forward to messing around with a bit. Um, but yeah, I think that there'll be a lot of people that'll uh, master him and be pretty formidable with him. Uh, Scarecrow. I haven't played as Scarecrow yet, but uh, he well, he looks awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Uh, he's also one of my favorites to use, uh, and he's actually my main one I use because I use the mobile game. Uh, he's like my main one I use in the mobile game <laughs> too. Uh, but yeah, he's got a lot of variations on his attacks. Uh, got some crazy gear too, man. He he's got some awesome gear in there. Uh, and of course, you know he's got Robert England uh, doing his voice, who's just awesome. Totally nails the character. Freddy uh, Krueger, man, that that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but yeah, he's got some uh, great attacks. He's got some long range, close range, some grab attacks, and he can do a lot of damage. That uh, where he like spins his scythe and stuff. That has a lot of range on it. A lot, a lot of range. I kind of compare it to Aquaman's trident and stuff. With yeah, if you could open someone up in that thing, it's gonna be a bad news with a scarecrow yeah 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. I really, uh, yeah, I really want to see what um, what what this character could do, Scarecrow. Like, I have a feeling not that many people are gonna use them, but the people don't do know how to use them. I think it's gonna be really uh, interesting to see how they. they you know, yeah, because he's he's got the size of like a brute character, but he yeah. like he moves like a lighter character. It's like he kind of feels like his own. It's it's really weird. He's got the size of a bane or something like that, but. He mm. definitely moves a little quicker, and he has uh, some more long-range attacks than most of the yeah. bigger do. Now we got uh, the Joker, which uh, which I heard um, a lot, got a lot of improvements from the last one. He did. Yeah. He's He's got some improvements. He has a lot of the same stuff from the first one, but he does have some improvements for sure. Yeah. Um, he's somebody I want to spend a little more time with, too. Um, I liked him in the first one. Uh, I... You know, I just hate that they had to take up a slot with him in this one. You know, for the for the little teeny tiny role he played in the in the story mode, and then I feel like there was somebody else. Uh, yet again, back to with all the Batman characters being in there, they really could have included somebody else, like put Starfire in the main roster or somebody else like that instead of having Joker in there. I, you know, mm. would have been a better decision. But, yeah, that was um that was a waste of a slot, but but he is a selling point, so you know he is yeah, which is totally understandable. You know, there's a lot of Joker fans, myself included. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a you know legacy character, so he kind of has to, to be in it. And then yeah, and then the the DLC coming out. Let's start with um when is this fucking DLC coming out? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is the most confusing thing <laughs> ever. Like. Uh, so basically what the deal is, is... Uh, We're not going to sure get all three at once either, dude. You know that, right? Yeah, sure everybody listening knows uh, they announced Red Hood, Sub-Zero, Starfire for the DLC. Mentioned they would be included in the Ultimate Edition, which I was hearing everywhere people saying, oh, we're going to get these three, you know, day one, and then we'll get the rest later on. But I was always kind of iffy on that, which, of course, we didn't get them day one. But I checked my... Uh, uh, downloads in the game, like going into the PlayStation Store within the game, and it says they're already installed uh, on my PlayStation, but it says as they come available. So I don't know if they're just going to, when they release them, if they're just going to appear in the roster mm. uh, since I got the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, uh... I kind of, uh, I hope they're not doing this, but from the way it was worded, I'm wondering if they're going to release them one at a time. Uh, instead of all at once, uh, but it's really weird. In the in the PlayStation Store, they're listed grouped in with the uh, Power Girl skin and the God and Demon shaders that you get with the Ultimate Edition. So it seems like they're going to be selling those as a in the pack with the DLC characters for people who didn't get the Ultimate Edition. So, yeah. but I would say we'll probably get it within a month if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a Red Hood. Who, oh uh, yeah, I think Red. I think Red Hood's gonna be really good. I think he's gonna be. I do and, and I'm hoping that they'll kind of uh, since Deadshot's in there. Like I've said before, I kind of hope they base him. Uh, well, of course, with his guns and stuff, but I hope that they base him kind of more in demolitions and explosives and stuff because that would kind of give him a little different thing uh, than Deadshot. I want him to feel different, totally different than Deadshot's does. And then, then we're going to have Starfire, who... Um, uh, so excited for her. Yeah, she's going to be a nice... She's going to be levitating, and she's going to have that 
the purple Zapri, her her yep. powers. It, it, she's gonna be a lot of fun. Starfire. I'm really glad she made it. Her and Red Hood. That 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 that, that was good. And then we got Sub Zero, which uh, which is cool. You knew you knew we were. I mean, it's no surprise. We knew we were gonna get Sub Zero. Right. That's what I was saying. You know, a lot of people were mad about that, but you know, same thing I said was, we knew we were getting a Mortal Kombat character in this game. They did it with the last one, and you know, they did the poll for a Mortal Kombat character not long after it was announced. So, uh, if we got one, I'm glad it's Sub Zero because he's my favorite from Mortal Kombat. So I'm I'm excited. To play as him if we had to give an mk character i'm glad it was him <laughs> yeah well you know yeah he's a legacy character too but uh i, I don't sure. know the design i'm kind of like Meh. yeah i'm not big on jim lee's design just for the fact the only part of it that i hate is i don't like he looks like he has scales like ice scales on his arm i wish they I would have took the mkx skin the, that design that was really AX is just original design. It's, it's probably one of my favorite looks for him ever, which is his default uh, suit in MKX. And we better get Spawn, boy. That's all I'm going to say. Uh... <laughs> got to. We've got to get him. <laughs> I mean, I hope so too. But uh, yet again, for anybody on here that does not know, uh, don't worry about Raiden being a DLC character. That was just uh, NetherRealm trolling everybody. <laughs> so, uh, which I kind of figured, but you know, his shadow's been removed from the DLC thing, and plus, you know, they'd be crazy to put two Mortal Kombat characters in. So, <laughs> yeah, Black Manta will be cool. I could dig Black Manta. He's I cool think guy. they will do him because I've still seen his shadow like on the teaser things and he was really requested really highly requested so uh, I could totally see him making it um, and also like they did with MKX I look for them to probably do more DLC characters after the initial nine uh, they'll probably do a, a fight pack two or something like that you know to extend the game even further that's a lot of characters man what are we standing at now with the nine dlc i'm trying to think i think there's yeah there's 30 some in the game i think uh and then you add the nine dlcs and then if they did more god we'd be (laughs) we'd be probably bordering in the upper 40s 50s something like that all right it's 38 it's 38 with the 9 DLC, so just two shy oh, of 40. That's a lot. <laughs> in the 30s. And then if they do it again, it would be if they did like nine more, which would be crazy if they did that, but they might to match the first fight pack. Uh, you know, that would put us close to 50. <laughs> well, you know what I was... Oh, it's tricky because I think... All right, in Mortal Kombat, you had less characters, but each character had a different variation. Which makes a big right. difference. Yeah, in MKX you had three variations for every character, so hmm. that was basically like you know three and one. Yeah, so that's that's a lot. This, yeah. yeah, yeah. So with this game, they were able to flesh the roster out more because they didn't do so much of the variations, hmm. and it's nice because it makes MKX and Injustice feel even more apart. Now Mortal Kombat, you could the characters. It zoomed in. The characters are bigger in Mortal Kombat, and they're much more detailed and realistic, as opposed to uh, Injustice, where the characters are smaller, but that makes the atmosphere bigger. The backgrounds are bigger, and I think that's because they want to give Injustice more of a comic book aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's a lot different than Mortal, which is cool because I I don't want the two different universes look you know being similar. I'd rather them you know be you know 
in the universes they should be in there with their look and their style and everything. So. And yeah, that's what I appreciate with with those. Whereas, like you know, the uh, um, I like that they differ differentiate so much with their fighting game series because it's like you know the street fighter and the marvel versus capcoms they look exactly the same and they play exactly the same (laughs) 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 i mean you know no disrespect to fans of that because i love street fighter when i was younger i'm not throwing shade at a i I did too but man street fighter 5 man was just uh yeah, it was terrible. That was tough, I, man. <laughs> yeah, this is my opinion, but I thought it was just releasing an uh, incomplete game was just such a slap in the face that they were trying to get people to pay for characters that should have been in in the first place, and there was no regular story mode, and oh, man. It's yeah. Just, yeah, they added that on after the fact, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice that they're fleshing out their different franchises so well you know netherrealm does a great job with that and netherrealm have been killing it on their story modes lately like you know uh (laughs) i can't believe it like this story mode was fun as hell like it really was um injustice 2 story mode was probably you know, as fun to me as any of the Arkham games have been, you know, it's not as long or anything like that, but I still had a blast doing it. Yeah, story mode was really impressive, especially with this new one. It was really good. And uh, I got to admit, the Ultimate Edition, when you pre-order, that steelbook is the best steelbook I've ever seen in my life. It is, and it's epic. It's got some amazing artwork on it. It's nice how they got, uh, I've actually got mine right now with the oh. Batman front and then superman on the back you ain't got no smudges on that right boy man no that's right <laughs> 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 nice man yeah you got the gotham skyline behind batman and then you get the daily planet uh behind superman uh, actually I, you know what i would i wouldn't even mind one of the one with supergirl is gorgeous i, oh, love I know I, w- I wish they had that on there and then i love how on the inside of the case it's got that nice mural uh, you know, that yeah. they did all the characters fighting. And stuff. Catwoman's so, fighting Superman. It's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Which, that was, you know, I, that's another thing I love that they did with their story mode, too, was covering their tracks with the, because I remember when the first game came out, the biggest thing for, like, people that, <laughs> you know, want to be, like, have even just a fight game be believable. Like, I'd hear people saying, like, oh, I can't play that game. You know, there's no way I could believe that, uh, yeah. you know, Catwoman could smack Superman through a wall, you know, or whatever. But then in the comic, they're like, oh, they're taking, you know, uh, special pills that give them Kryptonian abilities. So that's how they're able to hold their own with these superpowered characters. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, that's a, you know, that was a great idea. It throws it out so you can throw some of that, you know, unbelievable uh <laughs> feelings out of the window so <laughs> you, you know i I almost wish that it could be like if you could take characters from injustice one and put them in injustice two like like a transfer almost if that makes sense you know what i mean like that's what i was saying man i wish that uh like they would have let you do that like you could use uh because that's what I was so amazed by. I thought for sure that like some of the DLC characters from one would be in the main roster mm. of two. You know, like Zatanna and Martian Manhunter and stuff like that. Because I'm a big fan of both of those characters. And I would have loved to have had them in this game. 
But NetherRealm, of course, said, like, you know, none of the DLC characters from one will be DLC in two because we don't want to charge for the same character twice. Yeah. But I totally understand that, but it's like, you know, why not make a patch to where you could just transfer the DLC? Exactly. That one, because there was, and I can't remember, I've been racking my brain trying to remember which one it was, but there is a game, I'm trying to remember, that uh, did, it wasn't a fighting game necessarily, but... They did a patch for it to where you could bring some of the characters and some of your saved data from the first game over to the second game. Right, yeah. So you didn't lose any of your stuff. And, I mean, that would be a great idea for Injustice. Yeah, um, carryover would have been nice. Because, like, I, at this point in DC, I, like, my for my female characters, my three, fa- my, my three favorite baddies are the, are the Sirens, of course. And my three favorite heroines are Wonder Woman, Starfire, and Zatanna. And with just one Zatanna short of all six of them in one game. So I was like, oh, that would have been, been pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's the truth, man. You know, and it's it's something that they could afford to do with all the... Because, uh, man, I mean, they've got all these DLC characters coming uh, that they're going to get the cash from. And then you can buy currency on there. Like, you can buy the source crystals and stuff. Like, if you don't want to spend all that time grinding, like, <laughs> you can buy huge amounts of them. So... You know, if they threw a, f- a freebie in like that for fans, you know, it would be awesome. Um, I'm just dying to know who the remaining six DLC characters are at this point. I, I'm really <laughs> curious. I'm telling you, man. And do you, do you really think work. Spawn's going to make it? You really think he's yes, going to make it? Yes, I 100%. I would almost put money down you, on it. You bet your diggity on it, huh? You slap I would your bet diggity. my diggity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because, I mean, man, like, he would be the only pulled character that didn't make it. I mean, Red Hood made it, and Sub-Zero made yeah. it, and they want to poll. Yeah, so they've got to put him in there. And yeah. they, we know that they have the rights to use Spawn. Everyone's you always know? like, oh, but, you know, he would fit so much better in the Mortal Kombat games. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's true with the blood and gore and fatalities and stuff. But where else can you play a video game where you could have Batman versus Spawn, dude? I mean, come on. You exactly. Exactly. You know, and he's and they've done the DC crossovers before with yep. Spawn in a Batman book where it wasn't all crazy violent and stuff. So they could totally do that with a video game too. Yeah. No reason they, uh, and you know, I would have loved to have had him in the Mortal Kombat game. Totally, like I would have yeah. loved to see fatalities and shit that he had. But you know, <laughs> the, you know, in this one, like it'd be awesome, and especially the fact that. The DLC characters have gear too, so imagine all the cool spawn looks we could do. Chains you know? and stuff, but um, yeah. like you could probably make him look like Hell Spawn or or take his mask off, you know? Yeah, take his mask off, have him without his mask, have regular spawn, have him uh, packing some crazy different weapons, you know? And the nineties <laughs> Capullo guns and crazy shit. Yeah, man. Like there, there's so much that you could do with him with the gear system in there. Like I'll just be happy to get him at all. And spawn, like you said, man. to have him and Batman in the same game would be I'll amazing. I'll so, tell you like, one thing. Spawn's, um, his super is definitely going to be, he's going to like punch you into hell and you're going to see Malbolgia, bro. That's going <laughs> to, yeah, that'd be awesome. That's definitely I hope to, uh, if he gets included because uh, something new that they could do they didn't do with the first game is also add some, like, DLC stages, and it'd be awesome if they added in, like, a spawn stage, like, you know, from the comics, like maybe being in the alley or something like that or being in hell, you know, and seeing Malbolgia in the background. <laughs> you know, one thing, one another thing I'll give um, Realm a lot of credit for with Injustice 2 is the stages look amazing. 
Um, oh man, yeah, they do. And I they think my, I think my favorite right now might be the amusement park. Um, just, yeah, that's gorgeous. And the lighting, how the dramatic lighting and everything. Uh, it is, affects- and it's crazy too. And then like notes, and like I got down to one part, I was like, holy crap! Like on one of the carousels, there's like dead bodies hanging. Dude, from- yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like insane. It's man. a very like, killing joke, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so much detail in in the environments and stuff, and some funny interactables too. Like, I love in the bar how you could freaking throw people. <laughs> I love how people are just drinking and still at the booth. Like, if you see Wonder Woman throwing someone around in a bar, you're just gonna like sit at your booth and just, you know, throw a few back. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. Just, you know what? That comical shit reminds me of like Street Fighter, like. Chun Li in China, where there's like chicken cages in the back and people, and they're just like fighting and doing, <laughs> you know, umbrella kicks and shit. It's just yeah, yeah. And I love too, like uh, in the swamp, they have that big alligator, alligator that yeah. crocodile hanging up. And if you finish a fight by hitting somebody with that, you get that achievement that's called Killer Croc. <laughs> oh shit! No way. <laughs> so hilarious. It's like yeah, it's that's nice awesome. throw to character. <laughs> Yeah, the stages are really good. The interactables, I really um, dig it. And uh, and in Gotham City, when you knock somebody up in like an attic or something, or uh, you know what I'm talking about, like um, mm-hmm. when you're on the street and you punch them through the, the old school t- the old school movie theater cinema advertisement, which is really cool. And then they go up to like an attic. That that was pretty sweet. How they uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. like looking for Easter eggs, hoping I see like you know Scarface in there, like ventriloquist dummy or something like. Uh, I don't know anything. It's uh... oh, I know. Yeah, I I love all those. I, that's what I was hoping for too. Like in the first game, when you're in Arkham Asylum and you can knock them through, and like Riddler and Penguin would like knock the crap out of them, yeah. uh, and then Scarecrow and the other part that would you know inject them with fear toxins. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, dig out of five so far, the initial rating because we still got a lot of, but at initial with. You know that we got a feel for the characters and the story mode. Out of five diggities, how much? How much? How many diggities you gonna smack down on the table at five diggity? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four point nine eight for no death stroke. <laughs> wow! Nice, nice. <laughs> Bring Slade back to Nether Realm or some shit. That's right, man. Yeah, I'll agree with you. You know, I'll agree with you, man. Well. You know, the fact that he's not in, I guess we could deduct a little pinch. But other than that, I can't really think of anything. Um, I'm sure, like, as online goes forward and people play more, there's going to be patches and buffs and nerfs and shit. But um, right now, man, it's just, it has a lot of replay value. It's fun as hell. If you're a DC fan, it's fun as hell. Like, for anyone listening, if you, you know, if you like DC, like, video games, but not not big into fighting games, don't worry, because this is... This is a fighting game that kind of caters to everyone because, you know, you could just there's different settings anyway. And, you, you know, you earn gear and there's story mode and multiverse. And, yeah. And for people not a fan of the online environment, the multiverse mode is a great thing for people that enjoy just doing the single player stuff because you can play against all these different difficulties of you know, uh, AI through multiverse mode, and it adds all these <clears throat> new and interesting things that you don't get in the story mode and stuff like that, and it's a way for you to unlock gear and stuff without having to play online. So, you know, it it adds that too, which the first game didn't have, um, 
that keeps it fresh. And if you don't enjoy doing the online thing, you know, it'll give you something to do to get enjoyment out of it. Now, do you need PlayStation Plus to, to fight in the multiverse? Or is that like... Uh, no, 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 no. The the multiverse uh, is not obviously not connected through the internet server because, like I said earlier, but but they reason, keep updating the multiverse. They you know, do, yeah. Um, but earlier when I got in, um, and my guilds and my online was locked up and I couldn't use them, my multiverse stuff was still going. Like it even still had the countdown clocks going for whenever it switched to a different universe. So hmm. I don't know how that runs. Cause it's weird that my online wasn't working, but my multiverse was working. Do you mean, <laughs> do you mean your internet connection or your P- PlayStation network connection? Like it was like the injustice Two server was down. Right. My, oh, okay. Just, yeah. 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 I still had an internet. Like I could still get on PlayStation network, but my, uh, online and my guilds were red and I couldn't click on them and it says not connected to the server, but my multiverse still worked. I could still get into it. So it seems like it's not running off the same server as the online play and stuff like that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. And before we get out of here, who are your mains going to be? Who do you think your mains are going to be? Uh, well, let's see here. I mean, I enjoy playing with Batman, but I'd say, uh, aside from him, my favorites have been, let's see here, uh, I'd say Flash is one, uh, Supergirl is one, um, and who would I say for my other one that I've really liked playing? I'd probably say Robin. Um, I've liked Robin, Supergirl, and Flash a lot as of the moment. They've been who I've had a lot of fun playing with. Yeah, those are interesting choices. Actually, that's gonna do it for the initial review of Injustice Two as we just get, you know, just as we're just getting started and uh, you know, earning that gear and uh, building rank for the characters and whatnot. But so far, so good. Story mode is excellent, and uh, definitely check it out if you're a DC fan, a video game fan, fighting game fan, or. Or any of it and uh, i'm sure there's a ton of youtube videos online if you want to check it out as well but as usual diggity you know how to take us on out of here boy where the fuck is scott <laughs> <laughs> hey gotham dwellers make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to bat force radio we can be found on itunes and soundcloud don't miss out guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.